0: A few years ago, a young college student was to interview a retired over-80-age priest, not me. (laughs) She asked him why he became a priest, and he said, Now, this may seem strange to you, but the principal reason that I became a priest was to be able to say one Mass at least. At his time and place this was considered the greatest honor you could have now to celebrate mass today is indeed a great privilege and it is it is a great thing to do but we have today a better theology and sense of mission now there was another situation where there was a young man who did volunteer work for a religious order and he enjoyed it no no end but he did not want to become a priest he even prayed, god i will do everything you want me to do but i do not want to become a priest over the years however it dawned on him that god was calling him to be a priest and he was ordained in a missionary order and went off to the missions. Now it seems today that all kinds of groups have missionary statements of what to do and how to focus. Jesus had a clear mission statement and he said it in many many ways. Glad tidings to the poor, freedom liberty to captives, the blind see, I have come to set the earth on fire and how I wish it was already burning now in reference to the first reading of Amos why did God choose Amos to be the kindling wood for the fire he intended to start he was not a priest and this caused some conflict Amos was a poor man without any clout And as most marginalized people, he was justifiably angry against the injustices that were put on the defenseless poor. Now back to the older priest. Why does God let certain theologies that are maybe the least theologies, like romantic theologies or pietistic theologies, feed some of his people? Now, granted that the old priest likely changed his outlook, his motivation, and everything else when he matured in his years. And on the other hand, why would God choose a reluctant young man to be a priest? Amos said, I am not a prophet, but the Lord told me to go and preach. Now, how much better ministry would we have if we had a man with a burning desire and urge to be a priest and a burning desire and urge to preach and to teach? The answer to all these questions is that God sees no one, too small, too insignificant, male or female, to be a co-redeemer with Jesus in the work of salvation. Our mission statement, our personal mission statement, must be the same as John the Baptist. He must increase and I must decrease. Today's gospel helps us to see we can't do things better than doing them God's way. But then look at who God selected to be the apostles. They were not highly educated people. Paul and Luke had some education, but the rest were fishermen. They weren't geniuses, but they were attracted to Jesus and knew they were dependent upon him. All of us need to realize the secret of any religious success comes from God's power, not from ours. And even all those called to serve God in a special way, priests, deacons, and and religious of any male or female, all have rough edges that need to be smoothed out. We must allow Jesus to teach us his way, which at times is not our way. Don't we at times excuse our, our faults, our impatience, our gossiping, and we say, well, everybody does it. It's just part of being alive. This is not the way of Jesus. Jesus said to be perfect as, our, as my Heavenly Father is perfect. We need to try to do the best we can. Of course, we never are going to be perfect. We are not God, but we certainly can improve our lives.